Hey everybody. It's part two. Part duh. Duh. Part duh of the interview on Fairly Normal with Josh Wolf with my brother, Jonathan. Hey everybody. People seem to really like you. They do? Yeah. On the radio, maybe. Yeah. It's a total radio <laughs> thing. Um, I, uh, some guy on Facebook said, uh, he was like, was not expecting the cocaine bus twist. <laughs> Neither was I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that makes that's like that is if you were writing a um, if you were writing a movie, that would be the second act plot twist. I just I have to tell you something. The if, second act plot twist. That's oh, what it gotcha. Would be, yeah. Not the inciting incident, but that the, inciting but incident other, happens on page like five, ten, 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 ten. You read the same book I read. Yep. Um, okay, so let's be in complete honesty and upfrontness. I'm a bit hungover, even though it's almost one o'clock, and I haven't had my first glass of water yet, which yeah. is weird. Yep. It's one o'clock. You haven't had water. Yeah. Because I got up and I like immediately had to get uh, help a tenant get. A TV to the street. My, oh, I saw that TV on the street. My uh, wait a second. Wait a second. Uh-huh. Now, you put shit on the side of the street. Do you ever see the pictures that I post in my neighborhood? Yeah. The different ex- the difference between your neighborhood and me is that I am going to call the city's one eight hundred number and have them come pick the TV up. They don't do that in my neighborhood. Yeah, they do. Oh, the people don't. No, you could get the number and call. It's too much fun to take the pictures. You can do it after you take the pictures. I mean, technically, you won't know the thing is there until you have seen it. So you can't call before you saw it. My mind just blew up. I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense. Maybe they do it. Maybe I just catch it on a night. I don't know. There seems to be a lot, an, ex- an excess amount of shit. On it my- does seem like... Uh, In my neighborhood? Like there yeah. seems to be like the amount of pictures that you get are really astounding. There was uh, one last night or two nights ago of two toilets. People are doing a lot of remodeling in your area. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense because it's you know looking on my block and the block over the block surrounding them. There isn't that much furniture because it's houses. Right. It's the three blocks down where it's just all apartment complexes. But who? Oh. What apartment complex gets rid of? If you had two toilets, you'd just put them on the street. If the handyman replaced the toilets, yeah, um, yeah, I've seen toilets on the street. Yeah, I was almost as a joke gonna go poop in one of them. That would have been funny. Yeah, and then I realized almost. Yeah, right. And then afterward, it wouldn't have been funny, especially with no toilet paper. I was just about to say. Yeah. Then you got to walk home. Mm. <laughs> yeah, with the wide walk. Yeah, because you don't want to. The wide walk until you just realize it's not working and you give up and jog. Oh, I'm I'm <laughs> nauseous thinking about that. I don't. Yeah, um, I I am I'm hungover. I drank last night more than I normally drink, and I threw up for the first time in probably really probably a decade. 
So I'm not feeling too good about myself. But my throw-ups, I know how it goes. One dry heave, one throw-up, done. It Throw-ups are decent when you realize... Um, I don't re- I don't resist the throw-ups anymore. Me neither. Because I know I'm going to feel better the next day than I would have Well, I, I always throw up in the morning. I never throw up at night. So I throw up in the morning. Oh, you throw up today. Yeah, I always throw up in the morning. And it's always dry heave, and then uh, half an hour later, throw up, and then I'm fine. You know, when I get the initial feeling, the last time I threw up, I, I, I have uh, taken to putting my finger down my throat to, really? to make it happen, yeah. You know, somebody told me once that that'll make you throw up, but you're still going to throw up what you were going to, th- how many times you were going to throw up. Whatever that means. I don't know. It means the same thing that meant with the picture, I think. <laughs> I, I think that means, like, if you stick your finger down your throat and you were going to throw up once, you'll throw up when you stick your finger down your throat, but you'll also still, your body will still Do the purge, its, throw up? purge itself the way it was going to. No. Do you buy into that? No. No. You're You're going to throw up what your body wants to throw up but after it throws it up it's not going to go and you know what i felt like throwing up before we did that <laughs> i had one in the chamber yeah so i'm sorry so i'm gonna have to it. let this I'm one go this anyway did you did you ever and listen everybody we're i know people are very anxious for me to get back into jail with jonathan they are yeah people want to know how that ended that was that was quite did with me getting out yes um, and walking, did you walking to the bus stop with no shoelaces or did I give you your shoelaces back? I didn't get my shoelaces back or my belt. I know why they take them, but they don't give them back generally. They're supposed to, but why I did you walk to the bus? Stop? Sometimes they don't get all your stuff back. Why did you walk to the bus stop? Uh, oh, that might've been the second time Shret wasn't, Shret didn't come get me. Oh, I should, I should have said her name. <laughs> I mean, your her name is on your Facebook, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I People, yeah. I don't know. She doesn't want too much of her personal information out, so I, I don't. That's I it. Her first name is not a whole lot of personal information. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the second time she didn't, she didn't. Why didn't me. you just call me? I don't know. Okay. I, okay. The first time you were in for how long? Forty days. And you were in for an equal forty days the next time. It was it was about forty days. I don't know the dates the second time. So uh. the the and, and and I have to remember to ask some questions that people ask me to ask you. Some of them are about me. Some of them you. Okay. Uh, um, when you were in that first time, um, I think where we left off was you in the West Hollywood Jail, probably somewhere is when we end, last ended up talking. Oh, what I want to ask you about before we move on to that, you know, the throwing up. You didn't, did you ever, did mom and dad, when you were young, besides that time when you were 13 and you put books in your shirt at Thanksgiving? Books in my shirt? And pretended to be Dolly Parton. Do you remember that? No. You maybe had either some of dad's eggnog or something, but you were like 14 or something and you were a little drunk and you put books in your shirt and you're like, hey, it was one of the time when the Scott Wolves were over, the Steve Wolves were over. Maybe I do sort of have a weird recollection you were like, hey, I'm Dolly Parton. I think I was drunk though. You, you, I hope you were. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you ran out and you had the books in your remember you were like hey i'm darling parton maybe um <laughs> do you ever you remember, remember more than i do i think i think i only remember clips do you remember do you uh, were you ever drunk or remember being drunk or high in front of mom or dad besides 
the terrible thing you used to do to all of us out here. No, that I you're talking about back home. Yeah. Do I remember being drunk? I I was seriously drunk one night, the first night I ever threw up. High school. Yeah. And where, did mom and dad know? Yeah, like I got home and stumbled into their room. Their room. Oh boy. And told them I I needed coffee because I was drunk and I th- and uh, mom started to get up and dad said go upstairs to your bathroom if you're gonna throw up <laughs> and as soon as he said the word throw up you were like I was like gotta throw up <laughs> and I went right into their bathroom and started throwing up uh, <laughs> if Jacob did that in my bathroom I'm trying to I try to equate it right well he has to go by his his bathroom to get to your bathroom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would have had to gone all the way upstairs. Did Dad slowly remove you from that bathroom? <clears throat> no. He stayed in bed, and uh, and Mom got up, you know, in a robe. Yeah. And was standing in the doorway, going, "Do you still want the coffee, honey?" <laughs> and I was like, "Blah, no, my blah. <laughs> Trying to wave her off. Yeah. But it was too late. And Dad was like. Go up to your bed, baby. Go <laughs> up to your bathroom. Uh, you know, um, you know, Dad. You know what Dad disputes? What I ever tell you? You know the the story about when I got in that car accident. <laughs> yeah. And the first question he asked, which was, "What car was he driving?" Right. He was like, "That never happened." <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "I think Jonathan calls you." Or Danny, one of the one of you two called. I heard it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, "No, nah, nah, it was nah. me." I called yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "No, nah, that never happened." I go, uh, "They." But that wasn't even the best part of that. The best part of that was him coming out, trying to map everything out. Oh, driving out there. Yeah, yeah. Where was the dog? No. <laughs> For those of you, uh, we're talking about. It. I got in a car accident when I was. Um, 17 maybe right when i was graduating high school and we got in a car accident because we were chasing these two girls my buddy and i were chasing these two girls who were going skinny dipping and we tried to beat them and i took a hard left directly into a tree yeah when i say directly into a tree couldn't have been more in the middle center like it hit the the dash of the and complete with little head marks right next to each other on the in the windshield. The windshield, yeah. Right next so to each other. So it was a real car accident. Real could have gone poorly. For both of us. Yeah. You know, I I, I, I have not talked to him in a long time, but he and I, the guy that was in the accident together, um, we talked about it before. Like, who was it? Greg Finch. Oh, yeah. We got lucky. Super. No seatbelts. Yeah. Nobody wore seatbelts those days. No seatbelts. Driving... Uh, I don't know how fast. Directly into a tree. Center. Center into the tree. Yeah. Well, it might have been the thing that that helped because cars are mostly oh in the middle focused on especially back then crashes that happened right yeah. in the middle. I remember there there was a sort of movement where you know people started saying, well, most crashes don't happen in the middle, but that one happened right in the middle and probably was the thing that helped. You know, he, I also, when I went back and looked at the car, was stunned by how close the head prints on the windshield were. Like we, 
I think would have done irreparable damage to our Maybe heads. You guys were going to try to hug each other, hug, mid, hug each mid other crash. goodbye. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> we were going in for the last kiss. <laughs> goodbye. But I think we would have done more damage if we had hit heads. Of course. If we had hit, if our heads had hit. Heads hitting at 40 miles an hour? Would have been fucking terrible. Yeah. And you know who who the, the EMT was who picked me up? Was my peewee football coach. Roland somebody. I forget. Uh. And he pulls up, and I remember him going, well, Jesus. <laughs> and my jaw was dislocated. Whoa, so I, I couldn't didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So they put it in place there, which was like. Ugh. But so I couldn't really talk to him. But so he kind of went, Crap. he was like, oh, Jesus. And he said. Jesus, your jaw was dislocated? It was out, yeah. And he said, um, he said, uh, well, I'm trying to think the exact thing he said. It was basically a dig on me being, even though this crash was terrible. And how do you hit a tree that's in the middle of a field by itself? It was, yeah. You're still a better <laughs> driver than you were a football player. Yeah. And I was like, thank you for the jokes, but I'm, ble- I'm bleeding profusely out of yeah. my head. My ankle was fucked up. Uh, yeah, it was. The tree was far from the road. You know how it happened? 50 feet, maybe? Yeah, you know how it happened? Is that when I took that left, we went out of control. When we went out of control, we hit a huge bump in the dirt. In the grass. Uh-huh. So when we went up, and it was that Plymouth, it was that station wagon. Okay. Yeah. K- so the handling wasn't great. K car. And when we hit it, we went up, and when we came down, we came down like this, like we came down front of the car first. So I still couldn't really see what was in front of me. Right. So then we hit, and then we bounced, and when we landed again and started going the tree straight, was right in front of you. The tree was right in front of us. Yeah. So. That's why I remember going out there with dad because in my brain, I was like, oh, I took a yeah. left and the tree was right there. And then when I saw how far away it was from the road, I was like, what the fuck was going on? But then I saw the divot in the ground and yeah, it wasn't great. I, but you know what I would say? The, the, and we'll get back to jail, everybody. It's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing and actually, you know, there's a lot of funny people in jail. Oh, we're going to get to some questions people have. There are probably a lot of funny people in jail. A lot of funny people. Well, you got to have a sense of humor, I would think. To be in there, not to be in there, like it's that's not like a prerequisite. No sense of humor, not allowed in. Yeah, but but uh, well, that was embarrassing. The worst thing you used to do, partying wise, me? Yes. Are you okay? You don't want the, you don't like this story? I mean, yeah, go ahead. You hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't see the point of the point. It. The point. <laughs> well, now we have to. Yeah. Well, you were going to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to angle it so it was your fault, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the we, we all when we were out early early two thousands late nineteen nineties is when our ecstasy heyday was late nineties yeah. late nineties super early two thousands yeah well, we moved down here in ninety eight so yeah maybe early two thousands because I was at Lameda and. And the one in Studio City. With the long street name. Be- yeah, Bellingham. Bellingham. Those two places. And that seems like early 2000s. It was, me. yeah. So, um, but you you used to, and we, we would do ecstasy and we would party at this place called the Martell House with some, with a, quite a cast of characters. Yeah. And, um, and, and the Adam and Lee's. I didn't do Adam and Lee's. Oh, that's when the first phone call happened, I think. Oh, well, maybe. Uh, uh, but 
Jonathan, we would all get super high and uh, with ecstasy, and at about three or three in the morning, four in the morning our time, he would you know hand you the phone. I'd say four, four, four in the morning. Yeah, four or five in the morning. He would hand they hand me the phone and be like, hey, and I'd put the phone up to my ear. I'm like, who is it? And he was like, it's mom and dad. <laughs> what? So he would get high and call mom and dad and hand the phone to oh, us. Oh, because when you're when you're doing ecstasy, all you want to do is love, love, love. Yeah. And so I just was wanted to talk to my parents. It was so amazing. You know, it's funny. Like, I grew. You, because even mom at the time, you know, and mom will it, it was it was always complete denial about any kind of drug use. Yeah. But even her tone on the phone was like, well, even I can't think of a good reason no, why you wouldn't be fucked up. <laughs> no, but she would She would go, um, are you drunk? And mm-hmm. I'd go, yep. Because I was. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't a lie. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a lie. I just told her recently that those calls were all ecstasy And what'd she say? What's ecstasy? I told them both. They both just laughed. They did. I love how you... Are willing to share your drug use, which also shares our drug use. I don't specifically say anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, it's a. I just will. I mean, that they know. I just am never going to say, hey, no need to. I don't see the point because, you know, if you want to bring it back to part one, I don't see anything wrong with it. No, you don't. Yeah, I don't see anything don't wrong see with it either. I don't see why there should be a stigma, and if I have to leave, lead the charge. You mean a stigma about doing drugs? Yeah. I don't see a stigma attached to it. Somebody tells me they do meth, I don't care. As long as they keep it to themselves and don't... Yeah, but you, you meth, that's that doesn't You know happen. what I mean. Yeah, meth and crack and heroin. That, sure it does. Not eventually. Right. Not eventually. But but a lot of that actually to me is because you have to keep it under wraps. No. So you're always doing it in secret. No. Meth and crack and heroin, let's just start with those three. Uh Look, meth, even if you're doing it out in public, eventually you will not be able to go to work and function as a human being. And then you stop being able to make money. And then you have to do shady shit. Um. Yeah, not I'm not completely convinced of that, but uh Dude, it's uh I don't mm. But yeah, I'm not saying they're good. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't advocate advocate for them. Advocate. Advocate for them. I'm not an advocate mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. But uh you but, know. Yeah. You're a very live and let live. Super. I am too. I am too. I I I I am too. Like I that's why you know that's because why I, I think airing on that side is better than airing on the you're now in my space side by the way wait hold on a second yeah you okay you got to get that yeah the uh, the carpet cleaning people are in the apartment for uh in the apartment building for people's people's apartments well i'll keep talking and then if you can hear me you can hear me um but i am also like uh i'm totally an advocate for living that live for me, like, that's why this political season is so disappointing, because we've we've started to tell people that they it's not okay for them to have their own point of view, even if you don't agree with it. Listen, I think every just by default, 
a political party, whether it's Democrats or Republicans, shouldn't be able to hold the presidential office for more than two terms in a row. I think it's good for the country for it to switch. I just do. Maybe maybe three terms. But I think it's just good for the country. You need a little checks and balances. It's all fucking checks and balances. And when it starts to get weighed too heavily on one side, I don't think that's good. But I... I I, yeah, I don't think that's good. Um, he's out right now actually doing grown-up work, and I'm in his apartment. I'm so hungover, oh my God. Like my, you know when you feel like you need to shave your tongue? Like one of those. And I feel like that somebody has been, this morning, <laughs> I fell asleep. Jacob spent the night out. I fell asleep, I guess. I woke up in his bed. I'm wearing his shirt. I mean, I don't even know what happened. I do. I did the goddamn comedy jam last night, guys. And I wore, I, I sang Wanted, Dead or Alive. I did You know, goddamn comedy jam, if you don't know it, you sh- it's going to be on Comedy Central soon. But basically, four comics. The comics all do eight minutes of material. Then they talk about a song that they love. And then they sing a song with the goddamn comedy jam band. And so last night, the first time I did it, I sang Wrecking Ball. And last night I did Wanted Dead or Alive uh, with uh, basically the exact outfit that Bon Jovi wore in his video, man. Leopard skin tights, gold sequin jacket, huge bandana. You know, the way they used to wear it thick and shit. Oh, yeah. We killed it last night. But last night the show was insane. It was me, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, Nick Swartzen and Adam Devine and obviously Joshua Adam Myers is always there but dude what if fucking oh D. Snyder was there what I mean oh my god but that the the show is if you're in LA or you come to LA they do it once a month it's in a tiny little theater so you got to get tickets fast but it's fucking electric anyways I think I used to be able to drink more than I can now um because I had, you know, f- four strong pull tequilas. And that's not the brand, just strong pulls of them. But I was fucked. I didn't think I was that drunk till I got home. It's not always, it's like your brain is like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. We're going to keep it in control. And as soon as you walk in your front door, your brain goes, I give up. And just sloppy happens. I woke up with almond butter on my cheek. Almond butter. I hope that was almond butter. <laughs> Um, yeah, I woke up with some almond butter on my cheek. That wasn't great. It was not a good one sock. I was just telling people what a wreck this morning. <laughs> um, I, I do want to say, you know, I know you're a live and let live guy. Uh-huh. How's the carpet? Okay. These guys are doing an incredible job. All right. The, the apartment across the way. Yeah. I don't think they cleaned their carpet for 20 years. Yeah. It doesn't smell in there anymore. Oh, nice. Really great. Well, that's Good, good plug for their business. Yeah. Um, do you want to say the name of the business? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> but, um, uh, but you know, you're, I know you're a very, you're a living that live guy, right? Right. Me too. And I was saying as you were gone, I don't think if I was in charge, I wouldn't let Democrats or Republicans hold office for more than eight, maybe 12 years. But I think checks and balances is really important. I think it's important to have Republicans as a president every now and then, and I think it's uh, important for Democrats to be rep- president every now and then, right? I think 
it should go because I think you need that. I, th- I really do. I I I, I do, do, truly do believe that. Um, but you, like you ta- you said, you think that they should switch off. I don't think a, a party should have more than three terms in office. Not a person, a party. Oh, 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 oh. And then I th- three presidential terms. I think so. Well, that'd be difficult because if a Democrat is elected now, they they have a right to do two terms. I understand that. I just I think it's I think it's too much. I think you need 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 checks and balances, because when you don't get them, the part the people that feel like they're being marginalized get mad. Sure, no, they get completely. Mad. Yeah. So that's why everybody feel I feel like everybody should have their turn at the big boy table. Well, right, but the uh, the flip side of that is we could try to make some progress as to the level of the political conversation. You know, it doesn't always have to be appealing to the base. You could you could try to move people more towards a rational discussion. I agree that there's going to be two sides to an issue at yeah. all times. And say social issues need you know there's such income discrepancy right now in the country that uh, a guy like bernie sanders would have never had a real chance even though he's been saying the same stuff for 20 years 30 years his tax plans do you let's not even we don't have to go specific right now okay i'm just saying you understand like like the amount he wants to tax me is like and and I vote for people over money all I the time. I read. I read. Did you read his website? His website. No, but his I, I tax pulled up all the, is on the website. I pulled up uh, one that had the everybody's like it compared everybody's stuff. Well, I like have to graph. see that because I saw on his website it doesn't seem like you would be overly taxed. It depends. I would like to know who created the chart that you looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but so so a guy like Trump and a guy like Bernie, who are the two sides of the same coin, really. Yes. Um, and I love Bernie Sanders. He's been on the right side, the morally correct side, consistently of every issue that, since before these things. He was talking about the Panama Papers in Panama, the Panama Trade Agreement, yeah. agreement you know, 20 years ago. Do you know what? Do you know what he reminds me of? Bernie Sanders, you know, who he reminds me of Mr. Magoo with crazy hair. No, you ever you saw Scooby Doo, right? You know, the when, movie? No, just the cartoons. Of course. So you Every, know, like when the swamp monster—that's not the swamp monster—and he unzip it. Yeah. Oh, it's old man Sanders. Yeah. Like that's when when yeah. I saw him, he re- I would have got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, that's a good Bernie Sanders uh, right? imitation. Yeah, I can only do those three words. Three words. I, I would have got away. That's way more than three words. Uh, we'll chalk it up to the tequila. But yeah, but you know, if there's a little tug and pull, so you know, for eight years there's a Democrat in office, and social issues get a little bit more mm-hmm. of the, and the military has to, and there's a little more taxes. But then, as the middle class builds and they're spending money, okay, let's that's what let's I'm saying. Give a little, let's let's tax the rich a little bit less and have them have more, and then it's their but time. In that's the sun. why, but, but that's it doesn't why have to be completely. You know, it, like Bush tax cuts that but, that bankrupt the country. Right, right, right. Listen, we're. I don't think the extreme is good for anybody. Right, but so that's, that's where we are right now. Well, but but okay, I would consider Bernie Sanders an extreme. I would consider I look, well what he has on his website. Yeah, I don't consider extreme. I consider us it's extreme if you 
compare it to what's happening now? I don't think so, considering what I saw on his website. Right. Is all I'm saying. I would say Are that... Are you saying you went to his website? I'm saying I went to his website and read... What I would say is that we have... Keep talking. I'm going to get some water. Since Bush became president... Pour me a glass, too. Yeah. Since Bush became... It's cold in the refrigerator. Since Bush became president, uh, the conversation has gone so far to the right that now, now he looks... Bernie looks super extreme and left when actually it's not really. Most people morally are on the side of Bernie Sanders. Morally, I'm saying most people are on his side. I don't know what that means. Well, you know, most people don't think that, you know, poor people shouldn't be able to or there should be such an income discrepancy in which is a major issue. Most people don't think that their health and welfare should be sold on the open market. You know, most people don't don't think these. Most people think that health care, you know, if you say that America has a certain standard of living, right? If we're going to set an example as to what standard of living there should be, yeah. then health care should be one of those things. People's health shouldn't bankrupt them or shouldn't shouldn't be something they have to worry about. Oh, I don't know these, uh, you know, another drug executive is being questioned in Congress because he jacks up the prices of life-saving drugs because he can, I not because I wonder, it's the right thing to do. I wonder real quick if my microphone has been plugged in this whole time. That would be crazy if it wasn't plugged in. Yeah, hold on one second. Let me just keep Good talking. thing this isn't live. Well, it's not live, but... But you need to record what you were saying. Don't talk. Is it working? Yeah, it works. Okay. Okay. So, well, here's a question for you then. So, if you're talking about uh, 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 conditions of people's living in there. Right. Um, and now I'm not talking about people just living okay. forever off of welfare. I, I, I agree with the 90s Bill Clinton thing where... You had a you could be on welfare. We understand that you hit rough times. We understand that maybe um, you know, you mm. have come at from a place of poverty. Dude, I was on welfare, welfare to work. When? Well not welfare, but you know WIC and what WIC and yeah. food stamps. That was the single most humiliating time of my life. To, that's what I'm saying. To have to it should be it should be humiliating me. You came from a poor family who refused to even consider taking yes. any help. Well, I'll tell you something. It was humiliating. If I hadn't had kids, I would not have let Malia have signed up for it. Right, I would have been like, N yeah, we're not doing that. But I don't know if I ever told you that I ran into, at the time, somebody that I knew while we were in line with food stamps and WIC, and it was like, the, in a, in a, in a weird way, one of the top five lowest moments of my life. It was so. I agree, but that's how it should be. Sort of, it should be like. Well, people should be thinking to themselves, "I have to be able to do this myself, get something better." Blah, but blah, that's blah, the blah. problem. Okay, okay. Uh, when you are okay, 
Are conditions, I've always wanted to know this, conditions where you were in jail, mm-hmm. are those livable? And do you, if, huh? if are they not even livable, but when you're in there, do you think the conditions in jail... Uh, I could do this forever? No. Is it like, are, are, do they, are they so bad that it adds to... Is there, do you think the conditions of jail are good the way they are now? Do you think you, you could do something while people are in the system like that could help them not get back into the system? County jail, probably not, because you're not really in county jail for a long time. You know what I mean? Um, so, But prison, for sure. Why did you go back the second time? I forget. I didn't really feel like... Probation had anything to offer me, so I stopped going. Oh. Actually, what it was was I went into my probation. <laughs> I went into my probation officer's office. He called me in, and I sat next to. I, there were two chairs, and I sat in one chair, and I looked to my right, and there was a stack of Manila folders filled with stuff up to my shoulder. Uh-huh. And I'm six feet tall, so that's you know a pretty big stack of stuff. And I looked at him, and he asked me my name, and I said. Told him my name. I go, you don't remember me, do you? He goes, no. And I just, at that moment, thought to myself, he's never going to know I stopped showing up. He so did. So I stopped going. Oh, yeah. They noticed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they noticed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, but that that goes back to you having one class to graduate and not going. It's the same thing to me. Okay. Not to you? Yeah, it's in the same vein for sure. It is. Yeah. Be- yeah, because, you know, you would put yourself in a situation where you had to abide by these people's rules. Right. The second time you, you went to probation. Yes. Because you realized, oh, they do. Yeah, well, the second time I would have gone to prison for three years had I. What's the, What was the worst part about it, jail? Food? The worst part about... Uh, how many, how many things can I list? <laughs> because you I mean, everything is horrible about jail. But last when we, well, last time we talked, you didn't say it wasn't that bad. But I mean, you were look, like, it's you, not as bad. You said it's not as bad as people think it is. It's horrible, but at the same time, you just do it because you're there. Like, there's no, you're not going anywhere, right? You know. So, and there's enough people in there who are smart and funny and. You know, especially they play cards. I learned how to play pinochle. And is that more in county because it's shorter term people and they could be in there for whatever? No, it's because because you everybody's just wants to live. You know what I mean? Like no, yeah. There's nobody. There's so what you see on TV and in the movies, that's prison, and it's pumped up for theatrics. Of course, but prison is different than county jail. If you people had, like prison, the people who do both yeah. on a regular basis, they can't wait to get to prison. Why? Because the food is better, they say. You know, there's an actual yard. But is it, it prison's more dangerous, though, isn't it? Yes. I would say so. From what I understand, I never was in prison. But, yeah, like, you definitely still have to abide by... The rules. The program. Yes. Um, now, when but you... But you can learn things. You can go to classes in, in prison. prison. You can, you know, 
do do things in prison. The, there were a couple days, you know, a couple times when I went down to visit you. One time you were like, you don't need to come back here. Right. Why was that? I didn't. I don't know. I don't know exactly. I just uh, my, didn't my feel theory like, where was, was that? Do you remember? What the towers? Uh, that was yeah. I don't know. I just was. I get maybe tired. I think my theory. <laughs> you know what my theory was? What was that? Outside of obviously, and I don't know, uh, Shred and Shred. Uh, well, we've said her name eight times now, so right. it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but outside of your wife coming down, like. I told her not to, but yeah. she wasn't going to stop. But I, she needed to see me. Yeah, so. my theory was that it was almost easier to put your head down and get through it as opposed to constantly being reminded of where you weren't. Well, right, but but um, it's a it's an ordeal. <sighs> to get down there? To get down there. you ha- I mean, you get like, you know, you have to bend over and show somebody your ass crack a couple times. Really? Just to get down there and get back, yeah. To get down and, there and cough and yeah, every every time you go from one place to another, people are checking out your asshole. There's a there's a chance you're gonna have to squat and cough and you know you wait in the line. But there's no hole talk. in the window. It's not like I could have handed you something. No shit moves in those walls. Oh really? Oh yeah. Uh, dude, the guy behind <laughs> me was was slamming cocaine at night. Really? Yeah. How does he get anything? Uh, guards? How does he get it? No, the people keister it before they get in. They before put, they turn themselves in. They put it in their asshole. Yeah. But they have to but they must have put it way up there. Yeah. But some guys are they've figured out how to cough without yeah, shooting it and how to get it up there. It takes a lot of practice. I like it's that. A, it's a it's a, I don't understand it. I like the term keister. That's a verb. Keister it, yeah. Is it a verb? That guy, that guy was a hardcore uh, uh, skinhead, and we worked together in the kitchen. And he was just all kinds of. I told you he was the guy that I was always on the lookout for. I guess I shouldn't say this out loud. Well, he's sort not. of snitching in reverse. But nobody knows who he is. But uh, no, I'm not talking about actually oh. him. But I'm talking about the the process. Oh. Like I don't want to spoil the process for people who are still there doing it. <laughs> but but he managed to get they make cigarettes in the dorm. Well, how do they get the tobacco? They keister it? No. They I'm get ass- it within the jail. I'm assuming It's in the jail already. I'm assuming there has to be for a lot of this there has to be guards that are involved. No. Guards have to to get it in? No, because there's not, maybe in prison, but there's not nearly enough money in it for the guards, for the sheriff, to risk it in jail. You know, maybe in prison, you know, if you got wives or whoever bringing it in and there's actual money to be made. Are wives keistering things? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are they called keister wives? They should be. It should be a show on TLC. Turn keisters? Keister wives. (laughs) (laughs) What's the... What's the you also when we went the the place you went out near Six Flags? Uh-huh. I remember Danny and I went and visited you once, and when we drove home, we were like, "Oh, he doesn't look too good." Like, did you was there a particular rough patch that you can think that of? That might have been the time I was in. Uh, you went to solitary. solitary. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you go to solitary? And what's solitary? I just like? got too comfortable and and said something to a female guard. 
Like you're being stupid. a wise ass? Yeah. Too I was comfortable, just like there eating my tuna sandwich, drinking a can of Coca Cola, and she said something about, "Oh, you want to go to you want to go to solitary?" And I said, "Are you coming with me?" And everybody in the dorm turned around, like, "What the fuck is wrong?" with you? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized I had said something wrong. And yeah, I had a good fucking situation too. Like, what do you mean? I how? mean, good situation. Yeah. What do you mean, good? Like, how, what? good? Like, it was a work detail. The 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 sheriff who was on who led that work detail he respected me quote unquote because i had been busted by narcotics not by just some random sheriff and so you know it was good there were guys i got along with in that dorm the dorm was mostly peaceful you know there was a basketball court so we actually played basketball what so on on something like that like how much i know how much free time do you have if you're on work detail, well, f- it's all free time. You, know, you you work for however many hours during the day, and then it's all free time after that. Oh. You know, it's not like they have you. Yes. Yeah, unless they lo- unless there's a lockdown or something like that. So solitary. So you went in, and right when you said it, she walked that over. That was it. Oh, and then they, I got shit for hours from the male sheriffs. They wanted to fucking rip my head off. Really? Yeah. They what? wanted to rip my head off. And what? And while you were in solitary? No. Before they had me, when they came and got me, they told me to roll up, which means get your stuff and bring it outside. You knew what was happening. I didn't know exactly what was happening, but everybody else there knew Did they? what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> and so you were like, oh, I'm going on a little. No, I knew it was bad. And what were they saying to you? Just think of any sort of threat that you would make to somebody. Yeah. And that was it. And that was it. Yeah. And then so solitary is exactly what that is. You in a room? No, I was with a guy. Oh, so it's not solitary. It's not solitary. It's actually called the hole. But yeah, so you can be by yourself or you can, there was actually another bunk. And this guy's name was John Wayne Barker. Mm. John, if he if he's out there listening, uh, get in touch with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy was this guy was hilarious. Really, we had a great time. What was he in for? Uh, he was a crackhead, and so solitary wasn't terrible. I mean, what's the yeah, difference if it's with in, somebody in, else? In re, in regards to real compared life, compared to where we are now, it's the, terrible. Yeah, it's terrible, but. Compared to the rest of it, you know, it was it was a guy I got along with. There wasn't all the the dorm where the what's the difference? So the dorm you had free time. Solitary, you were just in the cell. You had twenty four hours of free time because you didn't get out in the cell. Right. No exercise. No exercise. Well, we exercised, but we exercised. And so just, just one shit, or you guys shit in front of each other. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I don't think anyone would want me in there with them shitting in front of them. Nobody wants anybody. (laughs) (laughs) But you you shit in front of, you never don't shit in front of people. people. There are no doors. On the shitter. On the shitter. Or even walls. How long were you in solitary? shitters lined up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was only about a week or 10 days. But you start to go a little stir crazy, I'm assuming. A little bit, but it was good to have a guy who 
you got along with. Right. It was funny was the sheriff was like, when they were telling me I was going to the hole, they were like, we're going to put you in there with a black guy. And I was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Am I supposed to be scared now? <laughs> but that's what I mean. And the sh- the sheriff is the most sheriff is the bad guy in jail. What do you mean? Well, they're just you know I got tossed around by one guy who who first was this the first stint or second second stint first stint besides that that time where I sort of inadvertently disrespected the. Woman sheriff. That was the second time. That was the first time. Right. That was when I was out in Wayside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But down the towers? Towers, yeah. I mean, it's just there. You know, I was smiling coming up uh, an escalator once with another inmate, a guy who was like, you know, 15 steps ahead of me or something. Eight sheriffs came out and hemmed us up and shoved us up. What's that? Hemmed you up. Just stopped us yeah. and shoved us up against the wall, spread my legs more than they could go. You know, I got wobbly knees, and so, yeah. you know, just sort of roughed us up a little bit for smiling. For smiling? Yeah. It's interesting, sheriffs, It's because the people in jail are generally thought of as the bad guys. Yeah, and there are quite a few of them. Yeah. You know. Well, they're in jail. Yeah, well, yeah. That doesn't mean they're bad. No, they, that means they've done <laughs> something that's against the law. Exactly. Okay. And so, but the, I think you and I have talked about this before. There has to be a certain, and I'm, listen, I'm completely guessing because I've never been in jail. Right. But I would think there has to be a certain line of stern. Definitely. I would. The cops, the the, the, the guards need to have. Absolutely. And not to mention all of the strict rules and don't even break one rule. You know what I mean? All that is important. All that I think is important, but they take it too far. Gratuitously Too far Do you think that um, You know I think look If you go back to And I know I'm not justifying at all But you go back to the The water's so good You know the In Iraq That prison where Those pictures came out Right But you know The more More I've read And the more people that uh, And I've read books Of some people that it's like you start to lose yourself a little bit. Sure. You start to go a little fucking crazy. Sure. And lose sight of that line of good and bad. Right. Do you think that is the case with the sheriffs as well? or do Definitely. You... Yeah. Yeah. Do you think... They start to see the people as not human anymore. Well, don't you think then they should rotate in and out? Do you know what I mean? Like... Yes, or just continuing, continuing, continually... Coach, you know, coach, coach, or remind people, right? But if, if 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 you rotate in and out, right, then I think, like, you're like okay, because you know when we went and performed at Guantanamo Bay, right, the people down there said this place has the highest rate of people going insane. Like this is a really tough gig, even though your life isn't threatened. People, the the people here, the soldiers here, go go cuckoo. Island fever, right? And just the detail they have is rough. You know, we went in all those prisons, and it was pretty insane. It was really, actually, you know, it's funny. I ever tell you this? We were in the. They showed us the original prisons, 
which when we grow with you know all the pictures that initially came out of Guantanamo uh-huh. of the horrible conditions because you know our country sent prisoners to an island that wasn't ready for prisoners right so they put them in these for lack of a better word cages but that had were built in the 50s that weren't we were not supposed to house people right what they never showed was that the guards actually where the guards had to watch and stay were it was worse than it was right off the coast the guards were elevated not behind any kind of shelter at all so the wind and the sand blasted them like uh-huh. they had it worse which is odd than the than where the prisoners were weather-wise 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 obviously look <laughs> i don't have any i'm i don't have a whole lot of sympathy uh especially when it first started like you know we were swept up in it i, I and look the most of the guys down there you talk to the people like there's these aren't I would say 90% of them, bad guys. Right. The other 10%, like, I am, I am, uh, I'm torn. Because I'm like, obviously, you want only bad guys. But if we're at a 90% rate, and like, I go back and forth between saving people's lives. And freedom. Yeah, and people's freedom who deserve their freedom. And your freedom. Yes. I, dude, I totally get it. Like, I'm, that's why I'm really torn with it. Right. Because I'm like. I'm not you, that torn with I it. I know you're not. But, uh, but, but. But then what if you're like, oh, I'm going to err on the side and those people get their freedom and we may let a couple of bad apples go. I know. I know. That's like the that's the those are the two choices. Right. It's a really difficult one for me. But so then we went to the new prisons, which are, by the way, we went and watched. And the first thing the guy said is, hey, don't um, don't talk when we're walking by the yard. And I said, why? Because they're playing soccer out there. He goes, oh, they'll throw shit at you. And I go, what? Shit. shit. And yeah. he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, they'll shit. If they hear people walking by, they'll shit in their hands and throw it over the fence. So when we went up into the, the center, the guard, the center there, the prison was beautiful. Like, really nice. Yeah. Nice area for a prison anyways. And I looked in their cells. I'm like, is that a PlayStation? And he said, yeah, yeah, they all have PlayStations. And I go, is that guy drinking Pepsi? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I said, are they supposed to drink? I thought, no caffeine. And he was like, no, no, no. A bunch of them don't want to go back. They like the Pepsi and the Cheetos and the PlayStation, uh-huh. and they're psyched yeah. here. And I said, "Why does it, why do they all get PlayStation?" And he said, "Well, we found if we gave them PlayStations, they stopped throwing shit at us." Right. And he was like, it, it "Really?" <clears throat> but there were two prisons: one for people like that who were psyched, and there was like art in front. And the the other prison, he was like, "Those are the super bad guys." Right. And we instruct our guards because they're like he said, you know, like geniuses. At getting into people's heads. Right. Evil geniuses. No. He was like, there are a couple people who are, they'll sit and wait. And they'll, they'll over a year, will scrap together whatever information comes out of your mouth and write it down. And at the end of the year, be like, hey, your sister Teresa in Detroit, just know I'm sending somebody over there. That's all they needed was two bits of information over the year. And now they're in that guard's head. And that guard is useless. Right. It was it, it was interesting, but they, they said there were two prisons. We said we can't take you over to the other one. Right. We'll take you over to part of it, but we can't have anybody over there. It was fascinating. But when we went down there, they said that the kids were like the the cabin, the island fever was insane, and they couldn't. Uh, the turnover was like nuts. But I think they should do that with prison guards too. Like when when people start rotate it and keep it fresh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sure. 
Yeah, I don't know about prison guards because, but yeah, the sheriffs at the county jails. Did you ever get in any um, fights? No. I never even saw a fight. Really? Yeah. I saw discipline, but I never saw a fight. What does that mean? Well, if somebody goes against the program, their program, then they get disciplined. Which which means you get taken to the back of the dorm and pounded on for a minute by three big dudes. No face shots. Oh, the the prisoners do that. Yeah. What's the program? Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of different things. Uh, wi- They're unspoken rule kind of thing. Yeah. No spoken rules. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Give me an example. Like. Don't sh- you can't I couldn't share food with black people. Um, you have certain if you break yeah. that program, the white people administer a discipline. Right. So there's the sheriff's rules and then there are the, the program pres- and then there's the program. Right. The sheriffs know about the program. Oh, yeah. And so well, that's interesting. And, and, and there are two set different sets of rules. Yeah. There's so what other the, rules the are in the program? programs like an addendum? What are the what are, <laughs> like what? Uh, which uh, toilets you can use to shit? Which toilets to piss? When to when you can use the bathroom? You know, and is that exercise all? rules? Just all kinds of stuff. And and those are all separated through black, white, Hispanic, all that stuff. Yeah. What do you think? That's interesting. And so, no headshots. And you said how many No minutes? headshots when you're being disciplined. A, no. mi- a minute? A minute, yeah. And, and you have to stand up the whole time. And they punch you in the stomach? Punch you in the in the arms and torso. That is painful. By sounds painful. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean that sounds like You can hear the thuds. Yeah. Did you hear that? Oh yeah. Um That's terrible. Yeah. So it happened to somebody you knew? Well, yeah. And did you say, did that hurt? No. (laughs) It's obvious it hurt. Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) I can't, like, a stomach punch is something that, uh, unless you've never been hit in the stomach. I take it back. I did see one fight. You did? Yeah. And, see, so that's, I think what we mostly see is the, 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 what, give me something funny that happened in prison. In jail? Jail. Something funny? I mean, I don't know. Most of the funny stuff that happens is just like people joking around with each other. Yeah. It's not nothing. Can you pull practical jokes in jail? Probably not. Frown no. no. <laughs> I would not do that. <laughs> that's not, that's frowned upon? Frowned upon. Well, you know, you just have to rely on the f- other person not only having a really good sense of humor, yeah, but they can't be embarrassed in front of anybody, or and they also have to be in a good mood at that moment because moods go back and forth pretty quickly yeah. in jail. You can be like laughing with somebody, and the next minute you're like, "Fuck, I hate being here." Yeah, because you do. Yeah, because that's always there. Um, all right, I'm gonna ask you a couple questions from people online. Okay. Okay. Uh, they wanted to know, first of all, how much somebody asked how much of a pussy I was when I was a when I was a kid. You? Yep. 
I mean, I have one funny. I st- don't think you were much of a pussy as it relates to other people, I suppose. But do you want to tell a story about me running into the slotted glass window? Um. <laughs> so yeah, Josh. <laughs> I, what were you? Why were you running? Were you running from Adam or something like that? No, I had a really weird um, fear of bees. When oh, I was that's younger. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You ran into the... I was out because you guys were eating dinner, but Dad was making me finish mowing the lawn or something before yeah. I could eat. Yeah. And then, wait, did you, were you screaming before you hit the window? I was screaming the whole way. That's right. So, was this way You got stung? Maybe I should tell the story. Yeah. Because <laughs> all, all I remember, I think, is the... All I remember is the end. I don't remember whether you were screaming... I was screaming the whole way. Wait, but but the I'm dying, was that before That was the after? nail. Oh, right. <laughs> That's the one I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to tell that one and I'll tell the other one? Well, I don't remember the whole story other than I think we were in the- We were in the basement. In the basement. I stepped on a- It was like a little piece of wood that had a nail on it. Yep. I, and and you just started screaming, I'm dying, I'm dying. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I ran over and un, un and you stuck your foot. Yeah, you but saw. did not scream that I was dying. You know why? Because neither of I us wasn't were dying. dying. No, yeah. neither one of us were dying. <laughs> I um, the B one. I was out mowing the lawn, and you guys were eating dinner because Dad wouldn't let me come in until I was finished mowing the lawn. Right. Which I get now, and uh, but I was out there in my sh- jean shorts, just cursing him up and down. Yeah. And um, so then, you got stung by the bee, and I didn't help. even get stung. Oh. <laughs> it just kind of it rain oh sometimes when the bee runs into you <laughs> yeah and the bee ran into my neck and i must have hit i think i hit i hit my neck so hard i was like crack and then i just let go of the lawnmower bolted sort of sprinting ah into yeah. the house and all i remember you didn't make it no because all i remember is watching <laughs> looking at you yeah, yeah you guys were looking at me as i was running into the house and i'm like i'm screaming i'm like why aren't they saying anything yeah but i can only imagine from inside the house seeing me why is he running full speed towards in, the towards door? the sliding glass window yeah and then i hit the sliding the glass sound, window yeah. and bounced back off of it yeah but that did not stop me i got my feet again yeah and ran to the door opened it up and shut it and dad was like are you done finishing are you finished mowing the lawn yeah. <laughs> Go upstairs. That, was, yeah. up. <laughs> that was the first thing he asked. You finished mowing the lawn. I'm like, I he, just ran into the sliding glass must, door. He must have had it with the shenanigans and drama early, and just he oh, yeah. just stayed on message. Oh yeah, yeah. He stayed. Are you done with the lawn? Yeah. Though? He always stayed on message. <laughs> he always stayed on message. That was like for sure, 100. percent He stayed on message. Yeah. Watching you bounce back off of the, off of the the sliding glass door was a precious moment. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of good ones. I, you know, one of the things I also remember is you know, you know, we used to scare each other around the house. Yeah, but I, you I, got me good that one time. Yeah, but then you punched me in the chest, knocked you off your feet. Yeah, yeah. But I, that was the last <laughs> time I scared you guys because I, what I realized was you guys scared me and it was funny, but when I scared you, I got punched. Right. So I was like, this doesn't work well for me. Right. Yeah. This is like. <laughs> There are some things the smaller can't do. To yeah, the yeah, yeah. And, and and scaring was one of them. Yeah. yeah, I I realized very quickly that this is not gonna work for me. Yeah, I but I did help people get set people up to get scared. 
So I picked sometimes pick teams. Yeah. But I kept that real quiet. That was a good one. That's a good way to go. Yeah, yeah, because then I could kind of be a part of it. Yeah. And laugh to myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't like there was no way that I would have survived because it was a trickle down. Of course. Right. So Adam hit Danny. Danny right. hit you. Right. And then you came looking for me. Exactly. And then well, who would I go looking for? The cats? I don't know. I mean, I was just Gary Miles. Like, yeah. I don't know who the fuck. I, that was it <laughs> for me. Like, I, I but I, I, I always wonder also, you know, you know, like from the outside looking in, I think from the outside looking in, and I could be wrong, I think people thought are we had our shit together at the Wolf household. Uh-huh. It didn't feel like that inside the house. No, it didn't. At all, did it? No. But I think from the outside, people were like, oh, those fucking people got it together. Yeah, I think, you know, when we were outside of the house, we did. You know, we yeah. were sort of a unit and whatnot. I think inside of the house, uh, we definitely had our moments of conflict and calling mom at work and, mm. you know, once she left to go to work, it was it was chaos. Oh, it was pandemonium. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when um, Dad? So you know this I'm was surprised. More things weren't really like broken in that house. Like bones. Well, just things around the house. Well, things broke. Lamps broke and shit. I, I think I remember a couple of lamps breaking, but I don't remember too much else breaking. But think about it. What else was really breakable? We spent most of our time downstairs in that in the basement. basement. Yeah. So we had the pool table, yeah. and the TV was down there, and a couple couches, and a dartboard that people seemed to throw darts at each other every now and then. Yeah. That was not great. The fake dart throw was... Oh, it was so good. Yeah. But the fake dart throw worked <laughs> because every now and then the real dart came. Yeah. And you were like, oh, you, yeah. and you, the one time you thought it was going to be fake and it was the real, you were like, what yeah. the fuck? The fake dart throw is a classic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you unscrew the bottom. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. And you get somebody just turning around. Oh, and you see, yeah. because both of their arms <laughs> flail. <laughs> ah! yeah. yeah, it's a good one. Um, I, I will tell you, like, I think remarkably for four boys in the house, too, especially considering what we saw other families do. Right. We didn't really punch, like we didn't punch above the shoulders. No, but but you know it was it was two years. Yeah, there was no real like fighting back for the younger one. No, I he, think that was the kind of took it. It was no it was no fighting back. But that's why it never escalated. Right, because the youngest was like, "I'm gonna take this." But I almost wish there had been fighting back. Like, for who? I almost wish the younger for the younger the the fighting back the actual. You wish you had fought back with Dan. And Adam, I wish I had actually punched faces and things Why? like that because I think it would have sort of been better. It would have ended sooner, I and it would have been better. I think the exact opposite. Yeah, I think that with the reason it wasn't so bad was because nobody took it there. Well, it seemed bad for the younger person who yeah, was but in completely helpless. Hindsight uh -huh. being what it is, you look back. If you had hit Adam in the face. That would have been bad for you. Only at that moment. But then later on, Adam would have thought twice about... I don't think so. I think it would. the initial beating would have been worse. Maybe. The I initial beating. Because look, it always came back to, if you tell mom or dad, it's going to be fucking worse for you. Right? That's what it always came back to. Right. Like, don't, you fun don't say anything if you tell... Right? But if you hit him in the face, I think it would have been way worse. Maybe. Because then I think he would have ramped it up. As my wife would say... Speculation, speculation, speculation. 
I I can't have I don't have anything to say about that. Yeah, I mean it's just completely yeah. hypothetical. You think he would have ramped it up to squash it, and I think it would have been he would have slowed it down to avoid getting hit in the face, and uh, and we would have been better at hitting in the face at that moment. I think that might have worked for Danny. Right. I don't think that would have worked for Adam. I think Adam had a certain level of anger, sure that that the rest of us did not have. Yeah. So I remember the first time he came home, and I smelled weed, and I didn't know what it was. And we were in the living room, and he came home, and he had his big fro and his bandana. And uh, you remember that? Yeah. And uh, he went upstairs, and I said to mom and dad, I was like, "What does that smell?" And they were like, "Cigarettes." I said, "Oh, okay." Remember the Adam Zimmerman? He had his fake ID. Yeah, Adam Zimmerman. Yeah, I I think the first I when we talked about this. I think I forget where I talked about this, but I smoked weed before I drank with Mike Lindgren. I think. I think I did too. I'm not sure. I think I I, I think I maybe you should smoke weed at the campus center too. Where you, I don't think I ever smoked in that smoke room, but I think I smoked at a Mike Brown party. Before I drank, I don't know. It was the same year. Do you, now, one I will say one thing: at, when you were a youngster, you were a very good thief. Sure. Until the day you got caught, and then threw me under the bus. What? What was that? Remember that you got caught at the campus center. You had a grip. Threw you under the bus. Don't you remember you had a grip of stuff? Like, and you were like, "I'm going in for one more." Yeah. And we were, I was like, "Where are we? Good? We can't even." It wasn't carry- you. It was me and Eric Hogan. I was at the campus center. I don't remember that. I got busted because we were at dinner, and mom and dad were giving you the business, and you said, Josh does it too. And I was like, well, shit. Here we go. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) That must have been the last time I snitched. Yeah, I remember I was (laughs) mid-bite with a fork. I was like, hey. Hey, yeah. Um, That was, you were good. Like, you could go into a Cumberland Farms and come out with more shit than I remember being able to do. Being in the Cumberland Farms, you were you could come out with some yeah yeah with a heist. I'm not proud of it. I it's a skill. I think that I don't I don't haven't stolen well either since I. I was maybe twelve years old. No, I actually have an extreme. There are two things that I would have an extreme guilt for: stealing. Yeah, like even if I see something, I'm like oh, I can't. I would never yeah. do that, yeah. And littering. Me too. Like littering, I, I will drive back to something that escaped piece of paper Me that too. escaped out of my window. I don't the, where did that come from for us? Mom? Really? Yeah. Yeah, for me like that's why the the trash on the side of the street and that all that stuff is such an abomination to me. This is we ha- we all have one fucking planet. We right. all live here. Yeah. We can throw a piece of trash on the ground for. When I see somebody flick a cigarette out of a car, it you don't want it in your car because it stinks. I don't want to fucking out here either. Yeah, but, have a fucking jar. Yeah, but but where where, like why, mom? Really? She just mom was way ahead of the game on health and littering and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah I, in I the most non hippie way possible. Yeah. Do you believe the story? Did wasn't there a story circulating around that they had eaten pot brownies at some point in time? Did you tell me that story? No, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I, I, I don't I, think so. Maybe, be, but you know how mom talks about? I no way. Too law abiding. Yeah, never have done it. 
because it was against the law and for no other reason than that. Dad, too? Uh, I can't vouch for that for Dad. No. I think Dad, though. But da- I think Dad... Dad's extremely good person, mm-hmm. does the right thing straight from Nana and Papa. I think he drank more than we knew when we were younger, though. I don't... When, like, when we went out with his squash buddies and stuff. Sure. Yeah, but back then, when we when he would play tennis at uh, Mill River, and we'd be doing whatever else, basketball or whatever, mm-hmm. we would drive. He'd stop at, I don't know if it was Cumberland Farms or whatever. With Trobas yeah. and ride home with a beer between his legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, open. Do you, you know you know what I, I also remember? This is back before anybody knew anything about concussions. That first time, the very first concussion I got was falling off a slide at Mill River. I remember that. It was the big mentally challenged kid who used to walk around. I don't remember. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Yeah. It was a big dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember? Super, yeah. And he used to ride around on his bike. And, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, man. You have a good memory for those days. I, bits and pieces. I remember that kid, and I'll tell you why I remember that kid in particular. Because it's one of the few things that I, when I look back on, I Are wish, your listeners going to get mad at you saying... I said mentally oh, challenged. Oh, you said mentally challenged. I do feel... Which I think is a PC term that hurts. Mentally challenged? Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly it, it, don't have a problem with the word retarded because I think it means the same thing. It's a word that here, means something. I, I, I guess I understand when you say retarded. But if I said somebody is mentally retarded, that's actually 100 percent factual correct. thing. A yeah. factual. The, he was mentally retarded. Right. But I, it's the one thing I feel bad about. And I remember it was a, a little turning point in my life. Even as a young kid, I remember. I I remember it was kind of fun as kids because, you know, he was a like a gentle giant yeah. until you poke the bear too much. Right. And then he just didn't like it. Right. And I remember... Which nobody does. Right. But I remember, it was you know, we used to be like, let's see, if I, whatever his name is, Peter. Yeah. Might have been. But Peter, I said, we'll get Peter mad. It'll be funny if Peter mad. Right. And I remember the one day that switched for me that... I'll never do that again. It was a, it was a, it was the last, and I was young, maybe eleven. Right. I remember around that time thinking, oh, I don't ever want to make somebody feel like this again. Right. Because I remembered seeing him get so frustrated. Right. Because he wanted to play with us. Right. And and for us, it was funny to have him chase us. Right. But because oh, you're still a kid. But what I realized was two things, twofold. Even if it's fun for you, it doesn't mean it's fun for the other person. Right. And. That just because he was mentally challenged, and good lord, I don't know why this is making me super emotional, but it just be- doesn't mean he doesn't understand what's happening. Right. And I, it was you who didn't understand what was happening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so to poke him with that short stick, um, I re- was like, I remember thinking, oh, like he sincerely, n- he knows he's different than us. Right. He just wants to be. And hang in and play around with us. Right. And we are constantly telling him, you're different, you're different, you're different, you're different. Because to us, it's fun. It was the game for him to chase us. Right. But to get him to that point, we had to ridicule him. And we didn't see it as ridicule at the time. But I, I remember that was a, at a very young age, a turning point for me. Like, I don't know about you in high school. But I was never... like well, a, 11 is not high school. No, no. But when I was in high school, like, I was never a... 
in college too. Like I've never been a pick on person. Me either. And I've always and Jacob's this way too. He's really had, really good at sticking up for people who Yeah. But that I, I yeah. picked on a kid in uh I had a moment like that. It wasn't that kid. I I, I had a moment like that. A kid named Shannon Smith, I think he was fifth grade or something. Shannon Smith was a year above me. Right. Mm-hmm. And at Mark's Meadow, I don't know why I was doing this, but um, I, for some reason, Ed Minear was behind me or something, and I slapped him in the face just to pick on him. And yeah. I remember thinking to myself, I am a complete asshole. <laughs> yeah. I was 12, and I was just like, I'm a complete fucking, or no, 11, I guess, sixth grade. And I was just I'm a complete asshole. I feel terrible. I'm never going to get over this. And I never really have. And, but you know what? I think you almost have to, you hit a point in your life, I would assume almost everyone does, where that they do something like that, and that's where they decide, oh, this is not for me. Right. Or, this is for me. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or this is for me. Right, yeah. Like, but I find that the people who said that this is for me... Are people you don't get along with. And they're... What I realized as I got older is I didn't need to do that to other people because I felt good about myself. I already right. feel good about myself. Exactly. I don't need to make somebody else feel better, worse about themselves for me to feel better about myself. Right. I'm confident with who I am. I always found that the more I looked at it, even as I get older, the people who really get on people like that don't feel good about themselves. So they're just pulling whoever they can down with them. Right. You know what I mean? Um, okay. couple of the questions. Okay. Uh, do you have a... Well, the embarrassing story thing, that was that. Embarrassing story from jail? No, from uh, our childhood. But we did the nail and the sliding glass window. Um, did you... Somebody want to know, did you... <laughs> did I ask Every you? time you tried to break dance, that was an embarrassing story. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> um, did you... Um, somebody want to know, did you think I would be successful at my career? Um, you know, I, that's a good question. I, I, I don't think when, like when did I, did I think it in, when we moved in together in the luxury apartments or did I think it when I saw you when you were 16 in Northampton? I think luxury apartments probably. 16 Northampton was like a whole, you know, 16. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I always, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, when I saw you do comedy in Seattle, Seattle, I thought you were already successful at it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you were hilarious, and everybody that was in there was dying laughing at all your jokes, and they were extremely funny. So, yeah, did I think you could be successful? Yeah. Did, did I know much about success outside of just in general, I guess? The answer is no. You know, I didn't know how much work it took to be successful outside of things because I went from college to to teaching. Right. Know? And that was sort of a, a contained environment. And to be sort of successful at it, you just kind of work hard. But it, it's not the same as striving and making all the right connections and how much luck you have versus, you know, who knows the right people and all that. But, right. yeah, did I was I confident that you could be? Of course. Yeah. I, I, th- People have asked me that before. And I always say yes, because if you don't think you're going to be successful, then yeah. you won't be. Yeah. Th- 
Right. So if you're getting into something, this is for anybody getting into anything. Right. Exactly. And if you're like, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to suck. Yeah. Then you're going to suck. You're going to suck. For yeah. Sure. I had no, I had no option but to think that. Right. I was going to be successful. Right. Why would you had already put all this time into it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Somebody wanted to know because they know that you, the luxury apartments guys, are the place where, where. I was. Living in one I room. Had a, I had a room, and then you had a room with three kids. And a dog. A, and a St. Bernard and a woman at, yeah. uh, at yeah. times. Yep. Um, do you, did you, did the kids grow up to be who you thought they were going to be? Somebody wanted to know. Um, I, you know, remarkably. Forget careers, because yeah. you can't, just Remarka- as people. I would say re- they are remarkably the same i agree with that <laughs> as they were the day i met them isn't that crazy yeah jacob is just the most pleasant <laughs> nice guy mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was right from the beginning smiled all the time except when he was screaming at the top of his lungs mm-hmm. um kate same you know same Good sense of humor. Super funny. Super funny, sly. Even at a very young age, she was like... She got it. And funny. Yeah. She's got a great sense of humor. Yeah. Um, and Trev, I would not have for one second, I guess, expected him to end up... Military? Ma- well, maybe, because, you know... He always wanted to be in the SWAT team, remember? And yeah. All that? I, he, actually, he might have gone left in high school. I guess I wouldn't have in, expected him to get long hair and a lip he ring. He had two lip rings. Yeah. He had the Viper so, thing. So that that might have been. But, but you know, he was playing guitar. And, he you know, that when he was nine or what, whatever, when he played with Gary and Mike. And oh, that yeah. That was like a great moment. Oh, yeah. We had him. My cousin Gary had a band called Stickball. And he was completely comfortable. Oh my god! Yeah. And so he was. It was his. It was. He might have been eleven or twelve because he was fifth or sixth grade. Okay. And oh, maybe not. Maybe a little younger than yeah, that. I, I think, think it was so. Younger. And so they did a talent show. Remember Gary, and Mike and Matt showed up hungover, needing sunglasses. Yes, yeah. stinking like booze. Yeah. And they show up to the <laughs> the elementary, to elementary school, school talent show. <laughs> During the middle of the day, and I remember it was sunny and hot, yeah. and I remember Matt saying, is there any shade? I'm like, we're outside, buddy. He was like, no, no, that was inside in the auditorium. Not when we were waiting outside. That's true. He was like, is there any shade? I'm like, this is it. And he was like, oh, it was a parking lot. Yeah. They were. They all wore black leather. I'm like, yeah. guys, it's elementary school talent show. Yeah. Sunglasses, yeah. <laughs> leather jackets. <laughs> but they, they, he sang Superman. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's right. Trevor killed it. Killed it. And w- remember, he took his sunglasses off and he threw them into the crowd. Yeah. He even somebody hold these for me. I he, took pictures. Yeah. Threw them into the crowd. Yeah. He killed it. He killed it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I guess I wouldn't expect him to go so far right. I guess in his thinking as far as politically. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I can't judge. I you know anybody who's been overseas and done boots on the ground has seen things or heard things which makes their I, I can't argue with whatever their opinion is sure but that's also like saying that the sheriff who are in jail can take it too far 
there's yeah, got to be a difference between being having your philosophy go far right and roughing somebody up. Is there? Sure. I don't know. If your philosophy goes too far right, that's when you feel like you're justified in roughing somebody up. Well, there's a difference between saying, between thinking far right and laying your hands on somebody. I don't care. Listen, I don't know. Is there? Yes, because here's the deal. Look at Trump rallies. Yeah, but there, I know a lot of people who are very far right who would never rough anybody up. I'll tell you something right now. That That's a, two different things. People who go far right and rough people up are just using an excuse. They're just violent people. There are far left. Look, there are Bernie supporters who are not great. Yeah, right? no, for sure. Right. So, and but but every group. So, that, and here's what I would say. Like, why I said I think it's good to have checks and balances with Republicans, and I think it's fine, and I think it's good for, for on either side to have to hear ridiculous points of view. Sure, they they always exist. But I think it's important to hear them. I think it's important to hear every point of view to go, okay, well, I know I don't believe in that. Right. That is something that is really super ridiculous. Right. So I think all that is important. That's why I checked. Like, I, I've always said if, if my neighbor hated Jews, I would prefer that he had a swastika in the front of his house. Swastika. So I knew not to trick or treat there. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would rather have all that shit out in the open and be like, that's your opinion. That's cool. Then you and I aren't going to hang. Yeah. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, there is a, something to be said for overt racism. Everything. Isms. Overt. Listen, I'm to the point now where I honestly think people with, with extreme points of view, so far right and far left, we should give them one or two states, and they all have to just stay there. <laughs> let the rest of us all live together the way we want to live together, uh-huh. and let the extremists have a state. It might go to it might go to that. How great would that be? You, they could take all their open carry and all their I yeah. hate everybody and they, in the, and the they very should all they should all move to Mississippi after that law they and, just passed. Oh my god! And the very far left, who I think is equally as kooky, move can, to Oregon. Yeah, go wherever you want to go. Actually, no, I like, no, I like Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. So, but go wherever you want to go, and then let the rest of us kind of travel around freely. Actually, we should put the far left in Alabama and put the far right in Mississippi. No, that seems like a bad. That's a witch's brew. And then just put a big wall around them. They like walls. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go meet Beth. All right. Um, is there anything? Did, you, was there another question? Uh, I think so, but I don't have time. There were a bunch of other questions. Hold on one second. Tell me something good. Oh, boy. Hey, would you rather watch? Would you rather go to... Kobe's last game or go watch the Warriors try to break the record? I put the record, but um, but it's a close. Close, right? Second, yeah. You know, somebody said, well, history and Kobe watching limp around, you could have done it for 81 games. Yeah. To me, it's two different things, though. It's like, and somebody posted me on online. They said, well, would you rather go to see Tom Brady's per, uh, last but game? To be honest, I'm not really interested in seeing either. Really? Yeah. I think Kobe's going to pull off some magic. I just think he is. I just think he's that guy. Well, who I, are they playing? The Jazz. Do the Jazz have something at stake? I think eighth place. I think playoffs. Oh. But I, look, I think Kobe would love to stick a dagger in somebody. Of course. You know, I know you're not a huge Kobe guy, right? I, I only because people are so blindly 
Jacob apologists. Uh, look, that I, it, it makes it hard to... I have tried to say in my sports talk group on Facebook that Kobe is top five skills-wise, maybe top two, three of all time. But actual basketball player... Top 15. I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay. And I put him above Jordan on this. Nobody hit more difficult shots, hand in the face, than Kobe. I think Jordan got himself open. And Jordan hit some amazing shots. But Jordan had a knack of getting himself to a better position to take a shot where he was open. Kobe hit more difficult shots than I think I've ever seen. Where you're like, what the? F- how the fuck did that go in? Now, I think... Steph Curry's making a bunch of those now. Right. But Kobe had a bunch of those. And I'll tell you something else. I think when Kobe and KG leave, it'll be a decade before we see killers again. Before we see people who are willing to step on your throat and just gut you. Um, I think Curry is a killer. He's still so nice. Those, But, he, but he's on the court. He's an uh, assassin. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like... I, I, but the the, the kind of nastiness that that generation, you know, in the 80s and even 90s, there was a nastiness to some of those guys that uh-huh. I don't, the, the guys are so close on and off the court now that I yeah. think some of that and nastiness. The rules. Yes. I think the nastiness is, but I miss a little bit of that nastiness. Yeah. You know, basketball season, NBA season is too long for me. Mm. So guys take games and, and, uh, stretches off yeah. during games especially defensively teams aren't always together defensively and so it makes some part of the game boring for me i have to tell you one more thing and then i have to get out of here all right i wanted to tell you this and so people who are listening heard it too you know i when i was in new york i saw john fiore uh-huh and you know john fiore was talking about you in front of a bunch of other people in what way it just in a good positive way right? okay and then um <laughs> And some and I was chiming in and somebody was like one of the people in the group was like, What is it about why you guys talking about your brother? And John Fiore said, Jonathan Wolf, if I called him right now and it's one o'clock here, it's four o'clock LA or ten o'clock LA, whatever. Um, if I called him right now and was like, Hey, I got some problems. Can you come out here? He was like, Your brother is a dude who would be like, I'll be over I'll I'll get there. And so I want you to know that everybody that like that is like in the highest to me it's one of the highest compliments you can pay somebody uh-huh. but everybody that knows you thinks you're that guy. It's a pretty strong and it's true like like uh the two the couple times where I've been you know the red underwear night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the embarrassing yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> but like there's never a question there's never a question. Like on day-to-day minutiae stuff, I, I don't bother anybody. But, right. But like you're all for... The shit hit the fan. Yeah. You're that guy for a lot of people. It's a, Good. It's a character thing, dude. It's, it's a part of that thing about... It, to me, it goes into the stubborn pot. It's part of the same... It's not the same thing, but it's in the same gene. Do you know what I mean? The sure. the the uh the ferocity of your loyalty is in the same stubborn pool to me. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so like so like it's part of the it's the good with the Yeah. It's the 
Well, your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness. Right. Like for me, my greatest strength is my humor, but my greatest weakness is also my humor. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, everybody. ComedianJoshWolf.com. Give your website, dude. Uh, RetrosportClosout.com. Good. D- the best T-shirts and hats and sweats you can ever. grab yeah. ever. Which oh. is why I bought them. All right, everybody. And they won't last forever because it's a retrosportclosout.com. Retrosport, That's a mouthful. It is. All right. Talk soon. All right.